0: love in Jesus will always see us through and will not let us go, but we have to have the courage to hold on to that and to keep on following. Last Sunday's lectionary gospel reading was one of my favourite passages from the New Testament, um, the story of blind Bartimaeus receiving his sight. And so I thought, rather than us read the story and then be preach upon it, I will talk our way through it and reflect upon it as we go. So it starts with them passing through Jericho. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus that is son of Timaeus was sitting by the roadside begging and so that sets the scene for us really isn't it Jesus is passing through Jericho he's actually on his way to Jerusalem because the next story in the gospel is the triumphant entry into Jerusalem that we know and hear about on Palm Sunday so we're right at the tail end of Jesus' public ministry so he's on a journey and there are his disciples of course And then a large crowd. And then we hear about Bartimaeus. Um, And we hear that he's a blind man. And we hear that he's sitting by the roadside begging. Last Sunday morning, we had a family service at Ipplepen. And uh, we acted out the story in a COVID-secure sort of way. Um, And so we had um, one young lad who volunteered to be Bartimaeus. And so I told him what Bartimaeus was like, and he took up a position that sort of represented Bartimaeus. And we can imagine what that sort of posture would indicate about Bartimaeus. He is blind, and he is begging, and he is sitting by a roadside. In other words, to be blind in those days can be marginalised. It can mean that you are likely to be poor. It's likely that you are going to be dependent on others it's likely also that actually you're going to feel pretty low about yourself, not only because of your poverty and being dependent, but also in those days, sometimes disease and disability were seen as a sign of God's displeasure. And so for all those reasons, Bartimaeus's self-esteem, we would assume, is low. But certainly he is marginalised. But when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, son of David is quite a strong sort of phrase about Jesus, isn't it? I don't think anybody else in Mark's gospel calls Jesus son of David. David, of course, is the Old Testament king that everybody remembered with strength and with affection, a great leading light in the, uh, the people of Israel. And a son of David is a messianic title. It's a title proclaiming that the Messiah, the son of David, has come. It's a political sort of thing as well as a religious sort of thing, really, when you think about it. In just under a week's time, Jesus is going to be executed publicly in Jerusalem and he's going to be known as Jesus, the King of the Jews. Bartimaeus hails Jesus as a coming King. And so there's something about this part of the story which is about who has sight and who has insight in this story. Everybody else in that scene has physical sight, and yet perhaps they don't perceive Jesus to be the person that he is. And yet here is blind Bartimaeus, unable to see physically, and yet sees with his heart and with his mind. And I wonder where we find people who have insight in the world around about us today. Sometimes they may not be the people that we expect. Sight and insight are different things. And so he calls out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. And many rebuke him and tell him to be quiet, to shut up. And I wonder why they do that. Why do they tell Bartimaeus to pipe down? Is it maybe that he's saying something that is very controversial? Son of David, the Messiah. Do we really want Jesus to be hailed as that at this point? That's a bit difficult, especially as they're drawing close to Jerusalem. Be quiet, Bartimaeus, don't say these things. Or is it that they tell him to shut up just because he's poor old Bartimaeus? He's only the blind beggar. Jesus has far more important things to be doing, far important people to be seeing and attending to than Bartimaeus. Who is he to call out and hail Jesus amidst this, this procession, passing through the town just Bartimaeus be quiet Bartimaeus you are totally unimportant this is not your space and time to be shouting out maybe it's an embarrassment but Bartimaeus doesn't shut up Bartimaeus calls out all the more with the same phrase Jesus son of David have mercy on me And so the text then goes on to say that Jesus stops and calls him. And that sense of Jesus stopping, I think, is quite an important little bit in the gospel. Because let's remember, Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. He's on to the last week of his life. He's going to face rejection, death on a cross absolutely horrific the last story before this one jesus is having to tell off his disciples particularly james and john but the rest of the the rest of them because they're arguing on the way they're arguing about prominence and who's going to have the most important seats who's the most important among them and so this is so close to jesus death that he has to hand over his work onto his disciples And he really needs them to get it at this point, to understand who he is and what he's about. And they have failed to do that. And so all those things must be weighing heavily on Jesus as he draws near to Jerusalem and as he passes through Jericho. So much in his head, so much to preoccupy him. And yet, despite all that, he stops. And I don't know how it is for you and me, or how it is for you, I know it is for me that when I have a lot on my mind and a lot of things buzzing around in my head, particularly the things that I need to do in the next day or coming days, stopping and noticing other people is one of the things that is likely to go out of the window. We get so wrapped up in our busyness and the things that are important to us that sometimes we fail to listen to others we Sometimes we fail to give attention to others, but Jesus does not. Jesus stops and calls Bartimaeus. He is not too preoccupied. He is not too busy to notice, and to notice somebody calling out to him and somebody in need. So Jesus calls him. And so now the crowd are a bit more interested. So they call to the blind man cheer up on your feet he's calling you and throwing his cloak aside Bartimaeus jumped to his feet and comes to Jesus and Jesus says something which on the face of it is quite remarkable Jesus says to him what do you want me to do for you what do you want me to do for you I mean isn't it obvious Here is a blind man begging by the street. Isn't it clear what he's going to ask of Jesus? Everybody else he would ask for a coin or two or a bit of a of a handout or a bit of help, but this is Jesus. Surely it is obvious what he is going to ask for. So why does Jesus bother to ask? Well, maybe it's because... Sometimes it's important to express what's going on inside us. Sometimes it's important to express to God who we are, what we're going through. Sometimes when you express something, in articulating it, you make it clear for yourself. You sort it out for yourself. And sometimes, actually, when you have to articulate something, actually, you know what your need is. You put into words that which is in your head and you express your need please help me I want help with this actually it's a far stronger statement than just I can't cope with this so maybe Jesus helps him by asking him to express out loud what it is he wants but maybe also Jesus just gives Bartimaeus a voice up until now, he's just been blind Bartimaeus, poor old Bartimaeus, we might have pity for him, we may have feel sorry for him, but actually he is powerless, he's dependent, he has no voice of his own. And so maybe at this point, Jesus gives voice to somebody who would otherwise be unnoticed, unheard, not listened to, not valued. And so if that is the case, I wonder who today we need to give a voice to who do we need in our churches maybe in our social friends in our society who do we need to hear that perhaps we don't hear that we don't give attention to who sometimes doesn't have the opportunity to speak out sometimes even in our church meetings there are voices which we hear frequently and there are voices which we don't hear in our meetings they stay quiet Maybe we need to attend to those people's opinions and ideas and thoughts as well. But also in our wider society, there are people that actually need to be given a voice. Maybe for all these reasons, Jesus says to Bartimaeus, what do you want me to do for you? Mind man says, Rabbi, I want to see. And the story finishes with Jesus saying to him, go, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. And that little phrase on the road is in Greek, entehodo, Um, Which is a bit of a pun because it kind of means to the Christian church on the Christian way, on the Christian road. We talk about spiritual journey and it has that same sense of he follows Jesus, not just on the road, though he does that, but on the spiritual journey, on the Christian path. So grateful is he that he will follow Jesus. And remember, that following Jesus for Bartimaeus at this point means heading towards Jerusalem and the last week of Jesus' life. That's not an easy time to start being a disciple of Jesus. And yet that's what he does. And we know that's what he does, and we know that he follows through with that because when Mark comes to write down his gospel at the beginning of the story, It's not just any old blind man. This blind man is identified. He is Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, which kind of suggests quite strongly that when Mark came to write this down a generation or so later, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus was known to Mark's community and to the Christian church. This is the man that you have heard of. This is the man that you have known. And so there's something about Bartimaeus' insights. There's something about his faith. There's something about his gratitude that gives him courage to follow Jesus wherever that takes him. Not only when it's gonna be easy, but also when it's gonna be tough. And I wonder what that says about our faith and our courage And our gratitude for all that Jesus has done for us. That we should follow him not only when the skies are blue, but also when it's pouring down with rain. That God's love in Jesus will always see us through and will not let us go, but we have to have the courage to hold on to that and to keep on following. And so this story is literally, what, six, seven verses in Mark's Gospel. But it seems to me there's a great deal that's packed into it. All sorts of potential messages for us. So instead of me telling you what you need to to, to get from this reflection on the story, I'm going to leave it a little open-ended so that you can continue to reflect and work out What you think is the most important bit for you. Is it that question of where do we find sight and insight? Is it about the restoration and the giving of life to somebody who at the beginning of the story was marginalized and poor and dependent but now is valued and independent? Is it about that sense of we need to keep following Jesus and being disciples when it's easy or when it's hard. Is it about that sense of Bartimaeus being given a voice? And who do we need to give a voice to? Who do we need to listen to in our society? Who are the marginalized in our society? Is it about that sense of, well, when I am busy, I know that I put everything else to one side and I forget other people. And actually, I need to remember that Jesus stopped on this journey with everything else that was going in his head. For you and for me, any or all of those points might be the points that we need to continue to reflect
1: on as we go through this week. So I'm going to leave that to you. When I thought about a hymn
0: to follow the story of Barty Mouse, there was one, of course, which came
1: immediately to mind, and it is the familiar words of Amazing Grace Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. that The content in this podcast is adapted from recorded Zoom services held by Teambridge Methodist Circuit Coastal Section. Full videos can be viewed on their YouTube channel. Music is taken from worship audio tracks, all rights reserved.